0: Coucou la communauté des French learners. Hello, I'm gonna speak in English today because it is the motivation break. <laughs> it is time for the French learners, not me, the French learners, to share their experience with French, but also with other languages they have acquired. Uh, I think it it is always inspiring and motivating to hear about others, to hear about the others, how they have have taken on their journey. uh, And so you feel you are not alone. So you can listen to this interview as a podcast as well. Go on to my site www.aliceayel.com alice, and uh, on my site there are always lots of there are also lots of resources there is the membership uh, and you can acquire French naturally aliceayel.com pour acquérir le français naturellement so today I'm very very happy to have Alma with me. Hi. Hello. I'm very happy too. Hola. Hola Hola, Alma. Uh, At the start we were thinking about speaking in Spanish maybe because there is a big Spanish community also um, Mm -hmm. wanting to learn to acquire French Uh, but then we decided on English because so many people speak english now and it's like the lingua franca mm-hmm. <laughs> like latin in the past mm-hmm. in the world That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> and you speak english alma but can mm-hmm. you uh, introduce yourself where are you from like, mm. okay so
1: i am spanish i am from the city of granada right and uh yeah i speak spanish obviously it's my my native song and then i learned english at school since Mm -hmm. i was very young i started learning english we all do um i started learning at school when i was around eight but then um at school you don't really learn that much Mm -hmm. uh i learned because i was interested in learning and i just taught myself somehow i started acquiring english you know when I was around eleven or so, I think I started getting more interested and slowly you know with music with you know the help of my older sister um, and later on with a with a, a native teacher a conversation teacher, I started you know slowly uh, learning and by the time i was i want to say um seventeen eighteen I was already able to you know i was i would say I spoke pretty much
0: fluently um, you speak very well english alma uh, <laughs> i have a confession to make <laughs> i used to live in Zaragoza in spain yeah uh-huh. and uh, i have a very bad experience with spanish people speaking english mm. every time uh, they spoke english to me i couldn't understand them you know they you know the typical like hello How are you? (laughs) (laughs) And I was scared you would speak English a bit like that today. And people Uh, wouldn't be able to understand you. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You see, I'm very stereotyped, sorry. uh, And and I'm really surprised because you speak English really not like the typical, you know, Spanish guy or... (laughs) Yeah,
1: well... um, I have lived in, in England, in the UK for a few years. Ah. I studied abroad. So I went, to the, <laughs> I went to the US when I was a teenager and I studied English there. Ah. Um, so, so that's why I always really loved learning English. I think it's such a useful language to learn. Um, I think if you don't speak English nowadays, yeah. you're, you're really missing out on so many things. And um, what you say about Spanish uh, people speaking English, I think that is the case for maybe older people. Mm. I think the younger Mm. generations now are much more in touch with the language Mm. so even if the school system hasn't really changed much and the and the lessons are the same type of lesson at school i think children because they are always on the internet i mean now they are always on tiktok Mm. and now you know that's how i know when i go on tiktok and i see spanish tiktokers you know who are very very young how they use english uh english phrases or english words and I think they are much more in touch with, you know, that culture, and that's uh, why I think yeah. um, in the future, you know, uh, things are going to change. I think Spanish people are going to speak English, you know, m- yeah. like much more. And I'm better. Yeah, it's
0: true. It's true. I am old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm,
0: from, I'm from the older generation, and at the time we didn't have YouTube. You're right. And YouTube has made, well, or the Internet, TikTok has made such a huge change in the way we Mm. approach languages. And I see my kids, they are also always watching YouTube and I hear them now saying phrases in English Mm. uh, with the right pronunciation really sounding like American people. Uh, and you're right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah, sorry yeah. if I offended.
1: Ah, uh, no, 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 no. no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, it. we,
0: the French, also have a strong <laughs> accent, and we speak also badly English. I think mm. also the old generation. We also had. The, I think we have the same like education system. You know, with languages like learning mm-hmm. the grammar rules and <clears> not much input and uh we also uh, how bad we at languages in france Mm
1: -hmm. well you know i think even even my my generation so i went to school to i studied teaching and i specialized in foreign language teaching Mm -hmm. right that was my degree Mm -hmm. and um and it was English, foreign language uh, teaching was basically English teaching. And, um, and my uh, classmates in university, you know, the other students, a lot of them didn't have a good level of English. You know, mm. a lot of the primary school teachers who, you know, get, mm. uh, eventually get a job teaching children, they don't have a very high level of mm. English. You know, they might have a, you know, they, I think they need a B2 Uh, but I think you can pass a B2 test if you train without really having a very good level, you know, Mm. like you can, you can kind of pass the test. Um, So, um, so yeah, I think uh, it's true. A lot of, um, you know, the older generations don't speak as many languages. I think nowadays with the the internet, The, the children who grow up, Mm. exposed to all the content that is available online they have a much easier time and they are just interested they i don't think they say oh i want to learn languages they just Mm -hmm. learn because you know they just like um a certain thing you know they like the music or the tv series or uh whatever video games i don't know what it is but they find things that they are interested in and they acquire the language naturally without even making a conscious effort, I would say.
0: Exactly. And that's my point, is that mm-hmm. you don't have to make a conscious effort to learn a language. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. my point. You have to find something that interests you and also at first something that is comprehensible enough to you that, yeah. you, can, that you can understand. So... How, so you, your English journey has been like self-taught. Hmm? Yes. So, <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, so I started very young and I, when I started out, there were not many. Um, so I didn't have YouTube. I, well, mm. I, I got. I think we, we had internet. We first got internet at home when I was around 12. so um so that's when I started uh maybe you know maybe what I would do when Mm -hmm. I was that around that age is I would look for the lyrics of the songs that I liked you know and then I would like try to find the translation and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like really I I, I wasn't yeah like oh I want to know what it means right and then I would start seeing like I would understand a few sentences or a few words and a lot of the times I would learn the lyrics of a song without really knowing what it meant or there were so it wasn't as comprehensible so it took me a long time I think because as much like I would watch MTV and MTV you know all these Mm -hmm. programs I could pick up a few things but not much, you know. I couldn't understand a lot, so I think it took me a long time, you know, like to I progress really slowly because it took me a while to build up my vocabulary and to be able to to really understand because there was not as much comprehensible input. Yes, you know, it wasn't. Yes. It was all authentic. It was all for native speakers. Yeah. But then, so 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 that's why. But but obviously with. Through the years, I, I progressed, you know, like it's, it's something that happened very slowly at first. And then I think I got to a point where when I was around, yeah, when I when I was a teenager, um, I think that's when I uh, maybe around 17 or so, that's when I started to really understand more. Um, mm. So but yeah, it, it's something that it, it took me it took me a while. With French, though, the story yes. is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started learning French when I was 12 mm-hmm. um, at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you start high school at 12 in, in Spain and you have, the, you have a choice to take French. And that's what I did. And, and you for, had the
0: choice between which languages. It's the same in France, but we no. have the choice between like Spanish and German usually and you know you
1: you don't have a choice between two languages in mm. Spain well I don't know what I don't know what it's like now I went to school a long time ago um but it used to be that you could take French or you could take like math or spanish oh. reinforcement oh, okay. um so for so the the kids who were a bit behind who felt mm. like they were a bit behind they could get some extra help with their homework in, in math and spanish and then the ones who were doing okay a lot of them chose to take french mm. so so that's what i did i took french and throughout high school the six the six years of high school i took french wow. right But so every year, I think it was at least a couple of hours a week. Yeah, I think it was always a couple of hours a week. Um, I took French and I never really learned to speak French, right? Because um, it was obviously the typical high school lesson where you have a book like a textbook and a workbook and you do the listening practice and you learn how to conjugate some verbs and to fill out the blanks with the right mm. verb or to repeat phrases. And it was very uninteresting. Um, it was not something that made you want to learn. Mm. And uh, and so um, the thing with French is that it's quite so many things are similar th- mm. to Spanish mm. right mm. like uh, even if it's like phonetically very very different and yeah. uh, th- you know the the writing is quite might be quite confusing because of all the
0: yeah.
1: all the sound all the letters that don't have any sounds and all that um, it's, it's a it's a language that if you speak Spanish you can pick up quite easily Yes. Like right now, right now I'm in, hung- uh, in Hungary. I'm in Budapest ah, right now.
0: Great. And
1: uh and so when I walk around and I see the words in Bud- in in, uh, in Hungarian here in Budapest, uh like I I cannot understand mm. a word, you know, it's, it's very, very <laughs> different. Whereas when I see French, you know, it's it's easier to 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 guess, you know, the, the meaning yes. of the words. And so um, so, yeah, so, um, so I did pick up a few things. I did, you know, became more familiar with the language, obviously, because, because every year we would start with the verb avoir, être, uh, mm. you, you know. So it's like every year is the same thing. Um, so I did get familiar with some, some things. Mm. Um, but then I never, mo- I never moved to a, to a French-speaking country. Mm. So I never really had to use it. I never really, I was never in that situation where I was like, okay, now I have to use my French. Mm. And so for, for a long time, I completely, you know, since I, I finished high school um, and that was it, like my French, I was done with French. I never really tried to learn it again. Yeah. And, and only a few years ago, maybe around three years ago, when I started um, teaching Spanish online, I was like, maybe I should, like, I should really take on French and see how that goes. Mm. And, um, and so, um, I remember, um, like really, I I thought when I, when I thought I should start learning French again, Mm. I thought I would have to start from zero. Um, and I remember, um, the first video I watched in French was, uh like this video explaining E and N or something like in French, like the the when you use E or when you use
0: Ah acts. yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, that's um uh, yeah. difficult one. It's very sp- um typical French, yeah. yeah. We have the E and the en to um, refer uh-huh. to places, yeah, yeah
1: yeah so so um so I watched that I remember I remember watching that and being um you know it's just no I don't like this it's not interesting yeah and and somehow I don't know um, what I was googling I don't know what I was looking for when I found your channel when I found your stories Uh. Uh, I don't know how I found I really cannot remember. But um, but then when I started watching your stories, I was like, actually, I understand this. This is, you know, I can understand mm-hmm. all these stories. And then I started watching them regularly. Like every day after lunch, while I was having my cup of tea, I would, you know, watch your stories. And I remember watching first the, the easy stories. Then I remember watching the, the like historical. So you did um, like a series where you talk about historical characters, French, mm. or mm. or characters mm. from uh, uh, French-speaking countries. or mm. uh, And I remember watching that and really enjoying that. Uh, that was a bit more challenging, but I, thought, mm. but I was ready to understand everything. So I, I could understand everything. Like I can remember um, sometimes I would watch them twice, you know. Mm. Sometimes I would watch them, like, without subtitles, and then I would use, uh, like, turn the captions on, and um and i remember saying oh yeah i actually understand a lot now like i can actually i would i think it, it inc- i uh, slowly increased my my vocabulary with your videos like that
0: you gave two uh, very good tips and and experiences uh first you said you are a spanish teacher and as a language teacher, you wanted to also be in the place of the learner. And I think, mm-hmm. f- and I think for all the language teachers who are hearing us now, while listening and watching, it's so important. I think it's the best PD professional development to mm-hmm. attend another language course or to acquire another language on your own. Because Mm -hmm. you learn so much, right? Uh, I'm also acquiring uh, German and Portuguese. And I'm learning so much as a learner. I'm like really experiencing it and seeing, oh yeah, it's like that in fact. (laughs) And And the other, I, I really like what you said that you had a routine. Every time after lunch, you would watch a video. And I think it's so important to have a routine Mm -hmm. to be consistent right
1: yes yes absolutely you have Mm. to have a routine i think uh that's one of the the you know the main things because if you have to choose i think this is not only with language learning this is for everything for every everything you want to practice regularly you need to turn it into a habit in the sense that you don't have to decide like oh, when am I going to do it? No, you have a set time every day or every however how many mm. however uh, how many t- however many times a week, um, yeah. and uh, and then um, you don't have to s- to spend that energy. Decide on when you're going to study French or when you're going to study Spanish. You just have that, you know, set time, and mm. you just do it regularly. Um, I think that is that is really important to have mm. that to also have. Um, and and if we and if we and if we talk about um, like key um, aspects or strategies mm. Mm. to learn, mm. I think developing that habit having that routine is is key Mm -hmm. but also um having um a clear uh vision of your goal Mm -hmm. um because uh sometimes what what i think happens when people want to learn languages is that um especially the ones who have not really discovered acquisition yet language acquisition they are caught up in 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 learning and yes. they want to learn grammar. And I think what happens is that you lose sight of what you really want to do, which is communicate. You want to mm-hmm. communicate. You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to get everything right. You don't want to understand every little thing. You just want to be able to communicate. And I think I have students who ask me about, uh, ask me a grammar point, right? Mm. And I explain it to them, and if they find it confusing, they would just spend so much time trying, try, mm. try, trying to to crack the code and trying to understand it. And I say, don't worry about it. You don't have to understand all these pronouns. You don't have to understand all the, the you know the subjunctive, and yeah. you have to just keep listening because um, what you want to do is to communicate. I understand some people want to take exams or they need to take mm. exams for for their to 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 get into university or whatever but I think if you if that is not your goal if you're not required to take a test for a job or for a you know for a degree or something like that if that is not your goal if your goal is just to communicate then avoid wasting your time in trying to understand little grammar points grammar rules I um I don't I don't have a problem teaching my students. When they ask me about a, a, yeah, yeah. a grammar rule, I would answer, and then mm, I say that course. is the that is the answer. But now I want you to forget about it. Mm. Don't think about the rule. Don't forget about what I said. You you were curious about why this is, and I'm explaining why this is. But now what I don't want you to do is every time you talk, to think about the rule. You don't have to think about any rules when you're talking. You know what yeah, I mean? So exactly. So that's why, yeah so that's why even if you're I understand that you when you're acquiring a language you might you might become curious about the why why Mm. do you say it like that why you know something sounds funny I want to know why okay I will explain why but then that has to you cannot be wasting your time trying to memorize that rule Mm. trying to you know trying to apply the rule every time you talk you have to you know, trust that all you can do is listen and acquire it naturally. And that will be enough for you to communicate.
0: I totally agree with you. And um, usually, (laughs) uh, most of the rules have exceptions too. So when you try to learn the rules, and then Oh, you you find out that there are exceptions. You might also be discouraged because mm-hmm. I mean, especially in France, there are always exceptions to the rule. So it's very hard to explain actually a rule. And the video you watched about O and E, it is mm-hmm. actually better, as you said, to listen. The more and more you will listen, the more and more you will read, the more mm-hmm. and more you will acquire those. R and E, those two prepositions naturally, subconsciously, hmm. without making effort to work out the rules
1: that's right it's like por and para in spanish yes you know like i cannot be teaching you the difference. Between... how many times how many videos are we going to make about yes. the difference between said and estar? Yes. like that is just like w- let's just stop trying to, to to you know learn a list of uses it's it's really pointless and and um it's funny with uh with my students though the ones who have Trusted me with mm. the acquisition process. Mm. They are the ones who make fewer mistakes because they are not mm. caught up in rules or translating words. It is unbelievable um, that you know I have students who you know when I had their our first lesson with them, you know they were starting from zero. And I said, listen, this is how we're gonna do it. I'm just gonna tell you stories. I'm gonna you know and 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 you're just gonna pick it up slowly. If I'm not gonna be teaching you rules. I'm not gonna be teaching you conjugations or they don't okay. even know what conjugations are. Um, and just by repetition, you know, they learn the phrases. They, they hear me repeat a certain phrase so many times that they just learn it. And they are mm. not, you know... Th- um, but if you present to a, to a complete beginner, you present that dichotomy of said and start, you start confusing them from the very mm. beginning. Mm. You know, whereas if I say... Ah, estoy muy feliz. Estoy muy cansada. Estoy Mm. triste. Estoy. They they just learn that that is the use of estar with a mood,
0: you know. Exactly.
1: And then. Mm. And then another and so common uses will be obvious. They will become really evident Mm. because it's so common. So that's how you learn. You learn by uh, by frequency, by, by coming across really frequent words and phrases.
0: Yes. So I guess the other tip is to trust the process, to mm-hmm. trust that acquisition works mm-hmm. and it's actually less painful than learning, than learning that's the right. rules and so on. And yeah, and also... Um, what you said about um, having a clear goal, remember that you are here to communicate. I think that's so important. And it's actually Mm -hmm. funny you said that because on the membership, we have a chat. Uh, We chat about learners can share their experience. And one learner, one new member said his goal is to read Monte Cristo, Le Conte de Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas, uh, like without not the simplified version, really the authentic version. That's his long term goal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great goal to have. It's really yeah. concrete and it's really uh, okay. I'm here to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not my goal is not to, yeah, to learn the grammar go- rules or. And also, you can also have a goal to pass the B2 test, or but in that mm-hmm. case, you're going to practice for the test. And it's That's different right. from acquiring the language, I mm-hmm.
1: think. Yes, it's very different. I think, I honestly think, ideally, you would learn a language, you would try to acquire a language first, and mm-hmm. then you think about getting tested, yes. right? That's how, what I did in English. Like I never studied English for a test. I mm. just learned it. Mm. And, then, and then you can say, okay, I'm going to take a test now. What sort of test? How do, how do I train for this test? But mm. I think um, I think learning a language, it, it can be so much fun. You know, just yes. easy, stress-free. You just listen to it and uh and um and it's just really rewarding because when you start to understand it's like it's almost like a new world is opening exactly um, <laughs> and uh and i yeah like i i think it's really it's really interesting cuz you learn about a different culture or different mm. cultures um when i so so I kind of moved on from your videos, which I still watch your your mm. stories and your videos and everything. I like to go back to those mm. um but I slowly started watching other channels like podcasts who were okay. podcasts for um for for learners for for French learners yeah but they were not about grammar they were podcast about different topics uh, that were not related to language learning. They were can
0: you give us the names so the so, people who are watching us can also
1: be yes, interested. So so I started watching uh, Inner French.
0: Ah yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um then I discovered um piece of French.
0: Oh I don't Peace know of, this one. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay so Piece of French is a vlog type of um channel oh, like a, okay. you know she's mm-hmm. a so she's she's a French uh, girl mm-hmm. young woman mm, who makes videos of her daily life in French but is oh. comprehensible. Okay you great. know mm-hmm. I really like watching French vloggers like yeah. real non you know non-adapted content yes. <laughs> um but they speak much faster mm. and sometimes it's just harder to understand um so i like to mix it up
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: i always tell my students you know adapt adapted content content that is made comprehensible might not be uh the most uh thrilling one yes. like you might you so you might want to mix it up you need that you need that content you need the Mm. easier more comprehensible content you can mix it up with things that are a bit more maybe a bit more challenging Mm. but are maybe a bit more interesting so so yeah i think it's good to have a a, a, i have a youtube account Mm. only for french and i'm subscribed to only french channels so i can go there Mm. see my subscriptions and see okay what do i want to watch i have Mm easier i have harder, and depending on my mood i can watch one thing or the other
0: is it a private french account account or
1: yeah no it's yeah it's uh, i don't have um i don't have anything i don't post anything it's just like for me to um mm. so it's with a different so i have a different uh email address to sign up and then i only subscribe to french and would um, you be
0: able to would you be willing to to share it for the others, so they can see what you
1: what, I, follow. I don't know I, if it's possible.
0: Yes. <laughs> mm,
1: I don't. I think I. Don't, I just don't remember what is the name. It might be the French diaries. It ah, might be the French okay. Diaries. I will I,
0: put the link in the, yes. in the box uh, in yes. the description box. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I, I don't post anything. It's just uh, me. Yeah. Yes. So I guess but, that. the the subscriptions, are people able to see the subscription list?
0: Mm. Maybe, let me, I'll check, I'll make it public. Okay, we'll check. Mm -hmm. But that's very interesting what you say about mixing the content. Mm -hmm. Um, I do the same, yeah, uh, with German. I have very easy content, comprehensible. So when I feel discouraged or I listen to it and I feel better because I understand it, and I have things that interest me, but that are challenging, more challenging to understand. You're right. That's a yeah. very good idea.
1: And I think for us as teachers, uh, teachers with comprehensible input, yes. for us, the challenge is to create content that is engaging, that is interesting and mm. comprehensible at the same time. Um, I think um, it's funny because I think for, for beginner students, at a very, very beginner level, mm. I think anything is interesting and engaging as long as you understand it. Yes. So even the very simple stories I have in my experience, and when I see up my channel, the comments that people leave in my channel, mm. it is the very, very easy stories that get people saying, oh, this is incredible. I yes. really understand yeah. this. Um, so so and, and the stories are not particularly you know interesting, but I think the fact that you can actually follow the story and and yeah, like it makes it automatically engaging. You well, know, and your
0: stories have... are funny, huh, Alma.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> have, so you have a YouTube channel, yeah. For those who are watching us and hearing us, you have a YouTube channel in Spanish with comprehensible mm-hmm. input in Spanish because mm-hmm. I have lots of subscribers and members on my site who are asking me for Spanish. So go to see Alma, Spanish mm-hmm. with Alma, right? On YouTube. That's right. I yes, will put Spanish the link Spanish. in the in the box. And mm-hmm. yes, you have different uh, types of stories. And I mm-hmm. think your beginner stories are fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. I've been watching some of those, like the, the girl with the 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 nut in her head, and huh. then there is a nest, and <laughs> she doesn't want to cut her hair. <laughs> it's a funny one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yes, I try to, you know, like I try to make them interesting or make them funny. I think um, it's it's really fun when you can understand humor in a different language. It's really yes. really rewarding.
0: Um, how I, did you start your channel? Can you tell us why and how did you? start your channel
1: um well I think I started your. Uh, I started my channel when I found yours like after I had found yours oh, okay. and then I really I really liked it and I really like that sound I really like the way you talk so slowly and so clearly and the sound quality is very good and so with the stories you know, like I found uh, Marie Medo, uh, <laughs> um, and I really liked it. And I thought, oh, I need to make a series. And then I started, I started creating a series, and people really liked that. It, you know, it's very, very simple. But it was because of that. I thought I saw your channel. I had also found Dreaming Spanish. I don't know if you know yes. Dreaming Spanish. Yes, you know.
0: I've met also Pablo a few times. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so
1: now um I also uh, make videos for dreaming Spanish yeah so, I saw that
0: yeah mm-hmm. I will also put the 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 link for dreaming Spanish because there are tons of videos mm-hmm. uh, with, that's right from different levels yeah
1: yes there are, you know you have super beginner beginner intermediate mm. advanced so so it's really it's really fun. Um, you can find videos about anything in Dreaming Spanish. There's <laughs> so many of them, like topics. So many topics are covered. Um, but um, but yeah, I think that's you know when I saw um, when I saw your videos, I thought I want to create something similar. And so and so I started doing that also because I wanted my students to have that. Mm. You know, like I can send that to my students. I can I can give my students that that sort of content um mm. and now um uh, my idea uh so i, I really want to keep continue creating um uh, stories with speak- with drawings uh, speak- because people seem to really like them yes. um but i would also like to make more lifestyle type of videos. So um, so today uh, there's going to be a, bi- a video published uh, where I show my Budapest apartment. So the apartment where I'm staying in Budapest oh. this month um so you know it's just a little tour so I show the kitchen the you know the balcony the living room just very very easy I think people like to see sometimes a bit more of the teacher you know they've been following someone for a while they've been watching the videos and I think when the teacher shows a bit of of their um, life I think that's really interesting I absolutely love your cooking videos I don't even cook you know I don't (laughs) even cook but your cooking videos are yeah 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 Oh, amazing I love I love to say you have uh, when um, I think when you used to live in Germany right yes,
0: yes. Uh,
1: and uh, and you have some videos there and you're making this French um, what is it called ah oh, I forgot the 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 one with the cherries what is that ah
0: le clafoutis La mm. <laughs> le
1: clafoutis yeah I loved it I loved um, the all the the cooking videos I found them I find them somehow really relaxing you know oh, like even okay. if I don't cook it's like oh this is just so pleasant I personally think French is just such a beautiful language to listen to that anything sounds better in <laughs> French you know <laughs> I know you've I know you must have heard this a lot of times before because it's something that you know I think the world agrees
0: um
1: <laughs> but um but I really love the you know the cooking videos. Um, or the videos where you're walking around, maybe, um, you know, you, you go on an excursion and you take your camera mm. and you're showing a church or showing, you know, yes. a part of town. Mm. I find those really, um, really interesting. So,
0: okay.
1: yeah, so that's, so seeing that and seeing also the channel piece of French where the girl shows you mm. around her day or whatever, uh, I think that, that is actually a really good idea. You... It's like a vlogger, like a lifestyle vlogger who shows you the things that they do around, you know, in their day Mm. um, and uh, and make that easier, make it more comprehensible. Mm. So. So, yeah, I want to I want to start doing that a bit more Mm -hmm. and hopefully. What I would like to do with my channel is to show also to show people my city, to show them Granada, to show them Spain, yeah, it's such the a
0: culture. Beautiful city, yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, people who learn a language they also want to know about uh, the culture or the, in the countries where that that language is spoken.
0: Of course, of course, it's mm-hmm. part of the language. Yeah,
1: it's mm-hmm. not just.
0: Um, some words, (laughs) uh, like some words next together. Uh, It's also the culture, the way you live. It's everything a language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're right. And so we talked about how you have a routine in French um, for acquiring French and how you understood, you started to understand more and more. So these are the good, the positive (laughs) points, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Mm -hmm. ups, yeah. Uh, Have you experienced or are you experiencing any downs or are there times when you are discouraged or? Um,
1: I think for me is sticking to the routine. That is, Mm. that is harder. Mm. It is basically that. Um, I used to have a language um, exchange partner. So we would speak French for a bit and then we would speak Spanish. It was just a, yes. So, but we used to do that online during the pandemic and we started doing it. But um, this girl was in, in the U.S., I was in Spain, and there were so many hours, like, there, there was the jet a five-hour yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, so then I, I ended up quitting. I was like, I feel like by the time um, it had to be done late, in, like in mm-hmm. the evening, and my brain is just not working mm-hmm. that well in the evening.
0: Oh, so I had
1: to say that's
0: strange for a Spanish girl. Alma.
1: I know, I know. In many ways, I'm not that Spanish. Like I'm more of a morning person. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, so yeah, so the evening for me to, to, you know, to to have my French Mm, practice in the evening, it was not, um, you know, so I ended up saying, let's just, Let's just leave it for now, and um, and that was really sad because I think it was useful. I don't really practice speaking that much. I think because I still need to do more listening. Yes. um, You know, I think I, I need to to do more listening before I can, you know, start speaking confidently. But it doesn't matter because you can still do the language ex- exchange. Just. Uh, And and getting that input from the other person, even if I talk back in in English or in Spanish, you know, like initially that was my idea. My idea was to do Mm crosstalk where that person talks to me in their, you know, uh, native language. And then I would talk back in my native language and we would learn from each other, you Mm -hmm. know, so she would be speaking French to me and I would be answering in Spanish. Mm -hmm. But I find crosstalk really complicated. I find ah, it
0: confusing. That's interesting. Uh,
1: yes. I f- because I find
0: it... they say, I mean, I know Pablo Roman from Dreaming Spanish is a big fan of crosstalk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that you feel relaxed because you don't have to answer in the language. You just have to understand. And you can that's answer right. in your own, long- own language. So you should be more relaxed. But you find it complicated. That's interesting, Alma.
1: Yes, I find it complicated, not not the part that is listening. So you're listening and you're understanding, but then the fact that you need to reply in your own language in a way that is comprehensible to the other person. Ah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I find it too. you know, I'd rather just talk back in a language that the other person speaks perfectly or understands perfectly. And so Mm. we can just focus on my understanding of. French they, uh, you know that person could just focus on talking to me in French without, mm. without war without thinking that at the same time she needs to be learning Spanish. Um, mm. You know so basically just like a lesson, a lesson where like in, in, in a lot of my lessons with beginners, with complete beginners, I'd be speaking Spanish you know like 95 percent of the time, mm. Mm. and they'd be talking back in English. You yeah, know, yeah. a lot of the times that because they don't know how to reply in of Spanish, course. which is fine, but they understand me. They are acquiring by you know by understanding what I say with my pictures and my images. Yes. And so um. So yeah, yeah, and you know, I haven't really tried cross talk that much. Like mm. I would give it another go to see if it would work um, mm. but I think with my language partner it was you know like we ended up doing was having two different times two different hours mm. and you know one hour was for Spanish and one hour was for French and and that was it we would focus so the Spanish hour i would be focusing on her getting the input you know we would be practicing Spanish and the French hour be all about French.
0: And how did you find that language partner Alma?
1: I found her on Instagram Ah, okay. So, yeah, so she's a French teacher.
0: Ah, uh, so, okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's a good idea to have a language partner and to try maybe crosstalk. I haven't tried it, so I can't mm-hmm. uh, share my experience with it, but thank you for sharing it. and mm-hmm. um, And you're right, but first, I think, yeah, we always forget that we need a lot of input first. Mm-hmm. Uh, before being able to speak, mm-hmm. and I think we always we always want to jump that, and we always we are always eager to communicate. Um, but if we look at babies, they start speaking much later after hours and hours and hours of input.
1: So mm-hmm. I think it's
0: important to remember that to communicate in a natural way, yeah, without struggling we need hours and hours of input first. <laughs> yeah,
1: we do, we do. And and it's fine. You don't have to rush it. You can enjoy yes. the, the process. I think as children do, it's good to repeat sometimes, you know, how mm. babies, you know, children, when they're learning to talk, they try, mm. they say words, they say mm. phrases. I think it's good to, you know, you listen to a phrase, you repeat it, you try, you, you test yourself in how well you can yes. pronounce something um, or you might learn a song or you might learn mm. whatever. So it's not bad to do a bit of repetition, but that is one thing. And it's a different thing to to think, oh, I'm going to do a lot of, you know, I'm going to write a whole letter. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just have a full conversation in in the language. It's very, you know, it's very different. I think uh, it's true. It's okay to just wait, Mm. wait until you're you're, uh, comfortable enough and confident enough to speak uh, what i like to do in my lessons and this is something that obviously you get if you have the right teacher is that f- to give my students a bit of that because they want to they want to talk right they want yes of course yes yeah, so so what i do is i create a really controlled environment where they can re- so so they can talk to me in spanish by me giving them two options or by me making them really really easy for them to say yes to answer my question right so we create a lot of stories uh in in my lessons so if we create a story one day the following day i might start telling the story again Mm-hmm. And I might make mistakes, you know, I might say, yes. you know, the main character is Mexican, but he's actually Peruvian or whatever. Mm. And then, uh, and then he, they might say, ah, no es mexicano, es peruano or whatever, yes. you know, so they, um, so they get that little you know, that they get what they want. That they, they interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, we, I, I have to say that I also co-create stories with my students, uh, with Express Fluency, and also on my live classes, and also uh, on my membership. Sometimes we meet every month and we co-create a story together. And the same, they have option. The learners Mm -hmm. have options to create the story. They choose the character. They choose the place. They choose the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Exactly, yes. So we have an interaction, but as you say, it's kind of controlled. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) And then they don't have to think too much about Mm -hmm. the, the sentence or a complicated sentence to say, yeah. You are mm-hmm. here and I am here to help them mm-hmm. to, to, to create those sentences. Yeah,
1: That's right.
0: To develop those sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will put the link to your, also to your lessons. If uh, people want to take lessons with you, <laughs> I think they will after what you said. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> and to your YouTube channel, Alma. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so uh, where are you in your French journey now, Alma? What, where we, do you think you are? So you understand a lot now?
1: Yes, so I understand quite a bit. I think I haven't spoken, I haven't tried to speak in so long. I would have to be, I think I would have to get a, a teacher mm-hmm. to start talking um in a, in an environment where I know I'm not going to be judged. They're not going to, you know, they're going to be patient. Mm. They're going to, you know, they're going
0: to help me. Mm -hmm.
1: I think at first, uh, it's all about that, like finding someone who makes you feel relaxed and you can try and talk, but because, but I need to do that to really know where I'm at with my french i don't know how much i can say right now because i haven't really done that speaking practice all i do is really listen well that's
0: good that's good
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so um i would like to um do more for my French Uh, I'm now in a period of lots of changes but hopefully soon I'll have like I'll have a a more established routine and then I do want to do more uh more for my French and make it Mm you know uh, you know increase the time that i spend on it every week and uh yeah and maybe at some point who knows spend a bit of time in france it'd be lovely Mm. to to see uh you know to to experience the culture and and be you know be in uh yeah be be in a completely french environment
0: yes and it's true that we have a life and we ex- we have changes in our life we have things happening and so sometimes you have to um like put it put your side. your language journey or in a corner for a while but mm-hmm. it's okay i think because your brain remembers it's like riding a bike yeah when you mm-hmm. acquire a language it stays in your brain forever yeah. so it's okay you won't lose everything if you have a break
1: (laughs) yeah no you won't you won't I think as long as you you know we spend a lot of time on the internet as long as you don't completely lose I think you 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 can stay in touch with the with the language stay in touch with it Um, even if it's just by subscribing to certain channels and then when you're getting ready in the morning or you're having your breakfast you watch your video and and that's it like you don't have to it doesn't it doesn't have to be all or nothing you know you can sometimes be like oh you know this is all i can do this week but i'm gonna do it you know so um but then you try to try to try to try to make it a habit and uh yeah uh, that's
0: it thank you so much alma for sharing your experience for sharing your tips so many useful tips I'm sure the learners who are watching us and hearing us uh, are so inspired now. (laughs) Thank you. Muchas gracias. De nada. Uh, It's been
1: a pleasure. It's been a pleasure.
0: And uh, are you learning Hungarian then? Also. No,
1: <laughs> no, no. Just I'm just here for just to just to enjoy the city. But um, uh, yeah. I'm not going to make that attempt. I think uh, that's um, too, too. I don't have the commitment.
0: I've never been <laughs> to to Hungary, or you know, Budapest, but uh, it's said to be the the second Paris. It's like mm. Paris, Budapest. Is it right? I don't know,
1: but Emma? I think that, I think nothing compares to Paris. To be fair, like Paris, Paris is Paris. Uh, Budapest is great. It's a really, it's a really great city, especially when the weather's nice. And uh, yes. but yeah, know it's it's great. It's a it's a really great place to visit. I'm really yeah. enjoying it.
0: Okay, so do you have? Um, something like do you want to recommend a book or uh, maybe you have a quote an inspiring quote to share to end this conversation Alma oh you're putting me on the spot I
1: don't know <laughs> I don't know oh, do you have
0: something to say just to close this conversation um,
1: well just uh I guess to I just want to people to know that um You can learn French, you can learn Spanish, any language, uh, Mm. without uh stress, without Mm. um, any sort of uh, really big intellectual effort. You can do you can make it enjoyable, you can Mm. make it um, you can make it very pleasurable. Um, if you you know, you just need to to find what's right for you, the content Mm. that you enjoy, that you like and And just keep working on it. and have have faith you know trust that process because you you eventually learn like that this, your brain is made to acquire language, so you will eventually acquire that language, even if you 're not making you know a conscious effort to learn
0: or to memorize. Thank you so much. This is the best way to end this conversation <laughs> thank you yeah it's so true that to be relaxed to trust the process and to know that it is going to happen at, to happen at the end like mm-hmm. your mother tongue yeah if you acquired your mother tongue you can acquire any other languages that's so true Alma thank mm-hmm. you so much uh, put share in the comment if you also um, experience the same as alma do you have a routine? do you watch a video or two videos at uh, a time in the day like alma does after lunch um, do you also do you, did you start learning a language with the lyrics of, of songs? <laughs> like Alma did with English. Share in the comments, share your experience. Also share if you want to acquire Spanish. Hmm? Alma, I'm sure will check out the comments and might answer you. Mm -hmm. And oh, and share if you have also experienced, if you have also done cross talk and what was your experience with it. It's always so interesting, I think, to uh, know how a specific approach works, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so thank you so much. Have a great time in Budapest, Alma. Thank
1: you, thank you.
0: (laughs) And uh, again, to listen to the podcast, go to my website, aliceayel.com. And if you want to acquire French naturally, without stress, go to my website. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.
1: Adios. (laughs)